Welcome to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. It is your boy, Charlie, Ch- Chuck Colorado, at Chuck underscore Colorado on Twitter, sitting down with your other boy, Chris Romero. Chris, how you doing? Doing all right, man. It's uh, it's a good Sunday, so we're recording on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just uh, did a freelance on Friday, so yes. that's what we're here to talk about, and I'm excited. Yeah, we're here to talk about the freelance wrestling show they went to this past Friday at the Logan Square Auditorium. This was... A common venue in Chicago, but my first time at this venue because of my schedule just falling on terrible dates where either freelance or AEW runs a show and I can't go to it in the Logan Square Auditorium. So my first impression of the venue was the pictures that I saw online make it look bigger. Uh-huh. It's not small, but for some reason when I see the pictures online, they look make the place look huge. Um, it wasn't that big, but it was fine. It reminded me a little bit of LaSalle. Illinois, because you got to walk upstairs, and then you get to this level um, where it's like you're you walk up, you're basically wrestling on the second floor yeah. of a building, mm-hmm. um, which is and they ha- they have a balcony too, which is where the wrestlers hung out. So we and we haven't announced this on any of our podcasts before, so it might be new to some people, but uh, the buffet bracket that we did on Twitter in March. Freelance wrestling won it. We knew, right. you we announced knew that, that you knew that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you knew that freelance wrestling won it. But what we didn't announce is that we got freelance a shiny new belt. Can you talk about the belt order? Because you were doing putting that through. Yeah. So we placed an order, uh, a custom belt order through UndisputedBelts.com. Mm-hmm. Free plug. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, and I mean the the service was super responsive. Like I reached out to them, told mm-hmm. them what we were looking for. I mean, this is the first time you know I'm ordering a belt, mm-hmm. um, a custom belt at that. So they replied right away. I was going back and forth with them. We we got them the design. Well, we designed the belt, right? Which included um, the two heels and a face logo. Yes. It included the freelance logo that we got from freelance after we got it approved because we obviously asked them first yep. um, if it was okay for, for us to give them mm-hmm. uh, a trophy, an award. We initially first had asked them what did they want as a prize. Yes, yes. We So we reached out to freelance. They won the buffet bracket. We wanted to get them a prize because mm-hmm. I think we want to make this an annual thing, right? It yep. got good reaction from the freelance fans and and just from wrestling fans overall mm-hmm. right as we've talked amongst ourselves before like the fact that the buffet bracket got a lot of um it got me to look at other promotions that i would normally look at right and then seeing the fans that support those promotions it was it was pretty cool to see and and it was even cooler to know that uh, not because we're from Chicago, but a Chicago promotion won the tournament mm-hmm. it just happened to be a coincidence right um and yeah so we talked to them and we got it approved they're like sure you know if you guys want to get us something uh i we brainstormed for a little bit and i'm like bro let's go for a belt like it's got to be a belt it's wrestling i think that was your idea and uh yeah so then once you know talking to to the belt makers um we got them to design the freelance logo the two heels and a face logo and the Chicago flag logo. Yep. I thought it made perfect sense. We're yep. from Chicago. They're from Chicago, and the belt stays at home. Yep, you're. We're sitting right next to a Chicago flag right. in your and your little domain here, which you, I don't think you still. I don't. I'm still waiting for pictures of this this I've collection that you have. I've taken pictures, but I, I don't know. I'll you have gotta you look at with them. The people. So, because I, I don't know, I don't feel feels a little weird that I'll be posting them. I don't know why. It makes it's me. just so impressive and cool. I think I don't. I think people would just like it. I don't think it would be. You know, you wouldn't be like right. showing it off. It wouldn't be in a braggadocious way. Um, but yes, shout out mm-hmm. to Nick. Actually, I, I was I was messaging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I was Facebook messaging. That was that's how we were and emailing a little bit. Yeah. With a, a man named Nick from Freelance Wrestling. Come to realize it's Matt Nix, the wrestler. Uh, didn't know that until I came here. We, we walked up. A, we walked in a little bit early with the belt. We showed up probably an hour before doors open where all the wrestlers were just hanging out. And it to, to not look, like, suspicious because no one had seen us ever before. Right. But, I mean, you know, we, we definitely looked for Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had seen some of... I mean, we knew just because we we gone to shows, we knew the announcers or we knew other people that were, you know, part of management. At least I was able to recognize some faces. So we right. were able to get some direction and, and going in and, like, hey, can we talk to Nick? Yeah, and then it ended up being Matt Nix. And I was like, oh, you're the guy I've been Facebook messaging the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I, I saw that in his bio, he was he says he's the creator of Freelance Wrestling. 
Yeah, so so yeah. I didn't know he made. Yeah, I don't know much history behind yeah. freelance. I just know that I attend the shows, and you know, but uh, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to to talk to to them a little more and, and just kind of learn their history. I mean, it's their third anniversary. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so they're only mm-hmm. three years old, and this was like the perfect time to give them an award for um, all of the the fans' love that they showed on Twitter and voting for them, and it mm-hmm. co- coincided with their three year anniversary. And it's cool to be part. It's cool to be a part of a promotion that is so young, mm-hmm. you know, because um, then, you know, we and could look like 10 ask, years from right, now. If you were to ask me, I, I, I mean, just because I've been to other indie shows um, and they're older um, as far as like they've been running for, you know, probably 10 plus years or mm-hmm. something like that. And seeing the, the amount of work that freelance has done and the recognition that they've gotten over three years. It says a lot about them too. Yeah, I agree with that. I be on yeah. being on. I was I was shocked when I heard that they were only three years old because of how well they're doing right now. Yeah, like it's it's got to. I mean, it's got to be difficult to start it. There's an an indie promotion like we talked with when we talked with Trent. It's cash flow is good when you're running an indie promotion, but the profit margin is slims, right? So right. It, and to, and to do this in three years, um, to be you know competing with other local promotions in Chicago, a big wrestling market and like doing a, a good job and ha- bringing in names like Grado, you know, who wrestles yeah. in the UK and things like that. So I think we were overall impressed. And when we got there, everyone was really friendly with us. Yeah, everyone was sure. like coming up to us and shaking our hands. And in my mind, I'm so, thinking like, Hey, you're a wrestler. It's cool that you're coming. Cause just cause we were like sitting there, we were there early. So from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, some you know DVDs that I'll have, or you know podcast like the yeah. the wrestler podcast that I listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. They talk a lot about that about how you know it's a lot of handshaking in the locker room and yeah. you know meeting people formally or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when we were there, we were, first of all we we didn't know where to even be at. And you know once we got there early, like yeah, we were, we're looking just hanging for out. Nick, we were hanging out. But whatever wrestler that would come by us, or not even wrestler, production crew, whoever it was, yeah. it was all about like, hey, my name is so and so. Nice to meet you. And yeah, a lot of really nice people. Max, the sound guy, was really nice to us. Right. Kirby, the ring announcer, was really nice to us. I think we talked with him the longest. Yeah. He had to take off his jacket. He was getting like <laughs> like upper shoulder sweat stains <laughs> just because he gets. Uh, you he know, was telling some know, stories. His where, energy. Yeah, yeah, where he was getting hyped up and stuff. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and he's talked about how he's done ring announcing for tons of other promotions and things like that, and now came to freelance. So and really, really enjoyed the uniqueness of freelance because they're different in their own way, which is yeah. great. And you have to have your own identity. Like, there's got to be something about you that sticks out. But everyone was really nice, really cool, and then comes the, like, I start getting that butterfly feeling. This is Uh my first time ever in a ring, I think, besides, I want to say when I was growing up, I had a friend in grade school. His name is John Bullock. And I want to say we went to, like, a boxing facility or something for his birthday. Okay. And we got in a, we got, it was a boxing ring, though. Right. So different. But this is my first time ever being... Uh, I want to say I did. <laughs> no, I'm going to say I didn't run the ropes because that's still my goal uh-huh. to do that. So, actually, that was my opportunity. I should have ran the ropes a little bit. In the <laughs> well, ring. so once we got there uh, on Friday, like, I was telling Charlie, I was like, dude, like, I've never been inside a ring. I don't even know how to get inside of a ring, right? Because normally, you mm-hmm. you know, there's some promotions or you, WWE, you know, they have the steps. So you there can- was no steps. Right, and mm-hmm. I don't think you know. At least from my recollection, AEW doesn't have steps. Blitz doesn't have steps. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it might be just you know something that's in the back of your head because WWE gets to you like that. <laughs> Maybe I just assume. never like pay attention how people get in the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. until we had to do it. The technique, and with it's it, like, yeah. well, what do you do? In my mind, I'm like, okay, so you you know kind of take a, a quick few steps, and then you put your knee on the apron, and then pull yourself up. But I'm like, what if that fails? What if my knee doesn't get above the ring? Right. And, then and like, we're in jeans too. Yeah. I mean, I was wearing jeans. I think you were as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you know your 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 uh what is it? Your flexibility and like your ability to stretch and put your knee up and like those jeans snag. I don't know how people and, are wrestling them, like Dean Ambrose, but Right. And you know, so th- that was my biggest anxiety, like throughout the whole time <laughs> is like like how the fuck like I don't I don't wanna, you know, not make it into the ring, you know, or Yeah. We were talking to Kirby about that, and he was, like, pointing out, he's like, you see that, oh, excuse me, he's like, you see that little black pole underneath the apron? 
There was like a black pole under, like kind of sticking out, like a out. triangular shape that goes into uh, holds up, like that goes towards the the apron and the yeah, it's like the, ring support. Yeah, and he was telling us to step onto that and then probably put our knee on the apron and, and then like go through the middle yeah. rope. We we didn't do that. We just rolled in. I we just watched the live stream replay of us getting into the ring. Yeah, we just rolled in like a couple of fish, but I think it, I don't think it looked bad. It looked fine. Right. Uh, I asked uh, I asked Matt Nix before before we went down the stairs to go through the curtain, and I'm like, bro, any tips before you know get in the ring and make an ass of myself? And he's <laughs> like, bro, just go and roll in, you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. That was cool. Yeah. So we get announced by I can't you know and I can't think of his name and this guy was really cool. Got the ring announcer with he wore some funky red pants. His name, I'm forgetting oh, his name. Yeah. I met, we met a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And some wrestlers, too, who we know by different names were introducing uh, were introducing themselves as their real name. So it even mm-hmm. got more confusing because we shook like 15 people's hands in a matter of five minutes. Yeah. So I was able to capture a couple names out of there. But we get introduced. Oh, but prior to this, <laughs> no, he asked okay. us, like, hey, what's your theme music? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, come on now. I think we dropped the ball on that because we don't have, if you notice, all of our podcasts open with different songs. Right, but, and it's yeah. usually a a song that kind of aligns with whatever the the, the conversation is yeah, about. Yeah, correct. Or... It's relevant music. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, come out, let's come out to a freelance wrestling theme, or like whatever you guys play the before the show, or but we should have taken the opportunity to come out to something that the crowd would like recognize right, because, and love. So my first thought when when they asked us, in my mind, I'm like, well, Trent just had shared his album with us. I'm like, oh, let me get a Trent, you know, track. Yeah, we should have done that. I didn't have it on my phone, and then obviously we don't have Wi-Fi access. It was just troublesome, and I just couldn't do it. So, mm-hmm. um, it's like, all right, well, that's a missed opportunity. But we told him like, yeah. oh, whatever you guys play before. We just didn't want to be like a nuisance or like too needy. Yeah, or like things like that. I mean, so. I, need, I that's something that you know, and I've planned events before, mm-hmm. and and I know the the craziness that goes on before and after and during the planning right. of the show. No, and I usually think about things like this, and I did not think about them asking us for a theme song. Like, it's yeah. like, come on, like, <laughs> we we're just supposed to go up there and present the belt. That's it. But, um, I was telling Charlie that I would have loved to come out to uh, Talking Heads, Psycho Killer, Psycho Killer. That we might, we might have got booed right now. I remember <laughs> people don't like Chomper right, right now, but. but yeah, I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe like a Chicago theme song, or I don't know. Go Cubs Go, maybe. Uh, I guess <laughs> you keep pushing this song. I do keep pushing Go Cubs Go on you. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we came out to a really late. So like, so we we walked out of the curtain because we don't want to take too long until our music played, or else we didn't want to go. Out. We can't go over, bro. Right. Not in the business. You can't. You can't go over. So we were on a time crunch. Right. They told us as soon as we announce you guys, you know, coming out, your music will play. Um, and it's like whatever, like they announced us, and yeah, I think even uh, the guys in the ring is like, and the music is playing now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was late. The music right. was a little late, but it was fine. But it was fine. Yeah, I mean, then you know we did our ring entrance and um, rolled in there. Um, and I just rewatched it back. I I don't remember what I said because I was so nervous, so I like, kind of blacked out what I said. Mm-hmm. But it w- only was a couple minutes, right? Not even. So I think we were on time. And you told me a couple of people told me I did okay. You told me you did well, or I did well enough. That was my first time ever doing that. Yeah. So it was nerve wracking, but I felt like I didn't ramble, and I gave everyone kind of the big picture of what happened and why we do this and what the gimmick behind our podcast. And so consistently. And if I may mm-hmm. say, there were some where's Hector questions. There were some <laughs> there someone was that Hank who said that? Uh, or no, friend I, Hank? I don't I don't know. There were there, okay. I, I remember two people asking like where's Hector? Get Hector on. Yeah. <laughs> so Hector Hector kinds of Hector it's like our third amigo. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There was a couple where's Hector. There was that was kind of the that wasn't really heckling. I wouldn't say it was heckling, but I kind of like stopped for a second and let people get those out, which is cool. Like right, I'm which, glad I they mean, said that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. good. They know they listen to us and they know we, you know, Usually go to wrestling shows with Hector, so yeah, yeah. Um, Hector will be on in the next one, hopefully. I hope, I hope so. And then I think there was a couple other people shouting random. There was like a guy who shouted our name, which was cool, and I like pointed him out. Um, Chris's phone is Sorry. going off. Very professional, Christopher yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Christian. Excuse me, your real name's not Christopher. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but yeah, so there was like, there, I mean, there was a couple of people shouting things, but I think for the most part, everyone was listening. I think everyone was just kind of like, what are these guys? Like, who are these guys? So I tried yeah. to like give a background about like, why are these two random dudes in the ring? And then once we announced that Freelance won, then like the crowd loved it. They saw the belt. There was a Freelance wrestling chant because it was for the promotion. Yeah. Like it was for the promotion. The promotion helped us out. We got him something cool. I mean, the belt was and even- it, not cheap, so it was a nice belt. For custom belt, right, mm-hmm. and uh, even be- once we got there, we met up with Nick, and we were uh, some people were coming by and just kind of seeing what we were doing there, just kind of listening to like, oh, yeah. this is what we're doing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nick got to see the belt and a few others, so and they liked it. They were yep. very impressed, you know, uh, to to see the belt, and they were excited about it. And that made me feel a bit more comfortable being backstage, yep, I agree. Well, not backstage, but early in there, you know. Um, it didn't make me feel out of place. It's like, okay, these people are are cool with you know with what we're bringing. They were everyone so. was very receptive. Like we didn't. I felt like I would have had that one person come up and be like, "Who are you guys? Why are you here?" Like, hey, go downstairs. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, get like, in line. exactly. And then we went upstairs where the wrestlers were changing because that was the only. You had to go upstairs to come out the curtain. Yeah, it was like you go up and then you go down mm-hmm. and then you come out the, on the other side and there's a curtain there. And when, even when we were up there, like wrestlers are getting ready, kind of going through like their spots in their head. And no one really questioned, like, what are you guys doing up here? So that was, like, really cool, I thought, because there's always that opportunity for someone just to bring that up. Yep. Um, Like, the who do you know here kind of thing. But they didn't, and that was cool. I got into a conversation with a guy about Pokemon, and that was, like, it was, like, a 20-minute conversation. The camera guy, right? Yeah, it was one of the camera guys. Mm -hmm. I can't think of his name. Yeah. I'm not sure, but he was cool as well. Like, so the whole, everyone was cool. There wasn't, like, one person who wasn't. Yeah. Um, But, Yeah. Presented the belt and then got right into it. Um, so we're gonna go down the card and just talk about all the matches. This is more. This is not, not a buffet line show, but more of just we're gonna cover the freelance just, wrestling yeah, show. A recap of, of this show. Yeah, which was a really really good show. It I, really was. Let me just say, th- do you have any things you want to open up with or? Uh, n- no. What What are your comments? And so let me just right say that. Okay, being an anniversary show. You would think that everyone would want to step up their game and take it to that next level. Let me just say, if I were to compare this show to Berwyn Eagles Club's show that we saw, uh-huh. I can't think of the name of it, but this show blew that other show out of the water, in my opinion. The one with the 30-man battle, or 20-man battle royal. Okay. This show at Logan mm-hmm. blew it out of the water. I think everyone stepped up their game. and like Everyone took it up a level and yeah. stepped it up their A game. And maybe it was just because it was the anniversary show. Or there were people on the card who kind of got singles matches that usually don't. That now, like this is your opportunity to shine. Sure. So, but I thought everyone brought their A game and like top to bottom, there wasn't one match I was disappointed in. And so it was they they turned it up a notch for sure. Yeah, and I guess dude, let, let me point out the the fact that they had the show at the Berwyn's Eagles Club, and then they had a Braider Brow. Oh yeah, they had a show, show between that uh-huh. right at the at the Braider Brow Brewery, which we didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now this anniversary. So three shows pretty close to each other. Yeah. Well, actually, um, no, they did They did the Berwyn Eagles Club, and then they did a show the next night with Revolution Pro. They did a that's joint right. show. They did and a joint then they show. they did the Beta Brow, and then they did this one. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Close range of each other. Um, but, yeah. So let's let's jump right into the card. Cool. So Six Rand Scramble. That's how they start off. Yeah. Yep. I have a lot of people down. I might be missing one person. I have Robert Anthony. Right? Is that his name? Or... I don't know how to say his name, but it, the ego guy. Oh, his okay. name's yeah, Robert yeah. Anthony, right? You should know. This is your it's, guy, right? I know him as Ego. Okay, Ego. Uh, I just I, like ego. I don't like calling him Ego because I like calling all Ego Ethan Page Ego. Okay, so, so. Ego t- Egotistico. I think that's what he used to go by when okay. he had the mask on. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he op- he was the first one out the curtain, right? Yeah, I think so. Eric Cannon was there. Um. There was some funny things about Eric Cannon. He would just sat in the ring during this match and drank a beer for like most of it, which uh-huh. was which was funny. Brubaker, Kobe Durst, uh, LSG, Leon St. Giovanni, who was very right. impressive. Yeah. And then I think it was one other person. Oh, it was I know what he looks like. Sorry, some of these wrestlers are a little bit newer to me. Mm-hmm. So I apologize if I forget anyone's name because I already have. Um and then there was one other guy in it. But what were you gonna say? Any thoughts about? Uh you had mentioned uh, what's his name? Giovanni. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he stood out to me. Oh yeah, he did. Like I hadn't seen him before. Mm-hmm. Um, he stood out. Uh, 
who else? Um, I think this is the guy that you're 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 thinking to. Oh, uh, Brubaker, Brew ba- that's his name. Brubaker, I said him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not the guy I'm missing. Okay. Uh, well, Brubaker to me, he's he's been putting in a lot of work. Like I've seen him in, in freelance. I've seen him just advertising other cards. Yep. Um, you know, we got to see him in LaSalle. Yeah. I think um, he does some Iowa stuff here and there. Right. Yeah. And then he was a uh, couple, probably last week. I think he was down the street at the. Uh, crash tested event here in Midlothian. Okay, and I think he's still their champion. Okay, um, so just props to him for for putting in the the travels. Yeah. And, and, and all these matches everywhere. The hours. Yep. Mm-hmm. What stuck out to me during this match was LSG, like you said, Giovanni. Uh-huh. He had he had uh, kind of like a twisting. I don't know what do you want to call it. Like a twisting, almost moonsault kind of thing off the top rope that looked really good, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't think like just looking at him, he can do that, but he pulled it off. And then Eric Cannon sitting in the ring and spitting right. beer, a PBR into someone's face, a crowd favorite, by the way, Eric Cannon as well. Yeah. Um, but I believe that Robert Anthony won this match, or egotistical, or whatever yeah. you want to call him. Um, he looks like a samurai. I don't know if I understand. I maybe I just don't know the history behind him. But I don't know if like I understand his name and like he comes he has like a samurai helmet. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe oh, I just yeah, haven't he did seen it. He came out with a helmet. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, uh-huh. His his whole kind of gimmick confuses me and like the way that people call him and call him by different names. But uh-huh. that's just I don't know if anyone can educate us on that. Yeah, it'll uh, be interesting so. to see his um you know, guys kind of his his understand his history, so then maybe the, the, the character makes sense. Right. Um I'm hundred percent behind that. I would like to learn more. Just because I've seen him uh, other times with with the mask okay and um and i actually so you know i i could be wrong i'm gonna just put it out there i think somebody was giving me some history on him and they told me that he was the first aw champion so i saw one of the dvds sitting on the merch table and he, i'm pretty sure he was in a title match at least or had the belt mm-hmm. so i i know i know that because i saw a dvd cover and i think and i want to say that it was jim our friend jim He's oh, okay. the one that that thing told me was because he was telling me the history behind uh, some promotions and stuff, and he mentioned he came up and he's yeah. the one told me is like I think he's the first AEW. Champion. I think Ace Martino knows him, doesn't he? I don't know. I think they might have brought him up a few times, but it seems like he's a vet, like a veteran, like he's yeah, got a sure. little bit more. And he actually on him. got um, he was in a match versus the Velveteen Dream at NXT. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, he uh-huh. was in the. I was going to say a dark match, but actually the, before the NXT TakeOver show started, they had a couple matches, and mm-hmm. that was one of them. So, and we had just seen him the night before yep. at, at Freelance at Berwyn. And so. he's got the size, right? Big yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense that like WWE would use him because he's a bigger guy in the ring and probably look, made Patrick probably made the Patrick Clark victory look a little bit better because he's beating like a I bigger guess. guy. I guess. I just can't get behind that motherfucker. Oh, Give it some time, oh, sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Give it some time. That was, that was rough. I felt bad about that. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> that was like when you. That was like when people were walking in to see Jack Swagger, and you're like, "Oh shit, see? people have actually bought this." <laughs> no, don't, don't bring that up. I still feel bad about that. All right, moving on. Give it some time. Um, yes. So, ego gets the win. Second match. All ego. Ethan Page, the real yeah. all ego. Okay. He's good, man. He's real good. He, during the match, he's like, "You guys, you people are so stupid. You were chanting ego, ego, and now you're saying the ego man has the man has a point. <laughs> the man has a point. Um, and our oh, uh, Sarah from Marty and Sarah's wrestling or Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling was yeah. doing the spotlight for freelance wrestling. And ego, all ego, Ethan Page was doing um, like hand bunnies and little hand shadows in the spotlight on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was standing on the turnbuckle, so like little things like that. Shout She's, out to Sarah too. She took some pictures of us. Yeah, thank you. So, the yeah. only pictures we got, right? Right. I think I was talking to someone beforehand. I was like, well, I knew we were going to be on the live stream, but like, can someone record us to take a pic? Like, I wanted some footage of it. Uh huh. Yes, thank you, Sarah. Wherever you are, but. <laughs> She got like a good picture of us that I sent to all my friends, and then the next night, everyone's like, "Why were you in a wrestling ring?" So uh-huh. it was like a good story because yeah. of that picture. It was like a good way to bring it up. Um, but yeah, he wrestled so, Grado. Yeah, right? were you gonna say something? No, no, no yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Grado came out to Madonna's, not like a virgin, right? Like, right. like a prayer, mm-hmm. uh, or take you there, or whatever you want to call the song. Um, awesome, awesome entrance, awesome response. And this match was just pure comedy. It was a different type of comedy, dude. I've never. It I was. I haven't experienced. Like I like Cole Cabana's comedy. 
Um, you know, I've I've seen other wrestlers do you know comedy wrestling spots, mm-hmm. but this was very different. Like this was storytelling yeah. comedy, uh, very different spots. That like the, the there was a pl- uh, spot where uh, Grado was fed up with ego, and he you know gets his fanny pack and and drops whatever the chips whatever were Doritos, Doritos or. or <laughs> Cheetos, whatever it was. Yeah. So pours them out like they were thumbtacks. Yeah, pours them out like they were thumbtacks. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on before that, though. There was right. Uh, like e- all ego, Ethan Page picked up the mic like three different times during the match. That was very unique to me. It was awesome, though. It wasn't was great. It? Yeah. yeah it was very it. unique. It was almost like he was stopping the match to cut promos, and uh-huh. then he was making fun of Grado's belly, and Grado's like, "Well, you're no Jinder Mahal, are you?" <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and they the got whole, a huge pop. Yeah. Huge pop. Yeah. Um, and then they said, oh, they were, they took a pause. They were just like taking pauses in yeah. the match. And they took a pause and sang Grado Happy Birthday. And then he got hit in the back. Or we all sang Grado Happy yeah. Birthday. And then, yeah, they got to the the big finish, which was mm-hmm. the Doritos. The Doritos spot. Mm-hmm. So they were teasing. It was so good. It was really good the way they did this because they were teasing like slams and uh, face busters and like Russian leg sweeps on the Doritos. So everyone, there was like holy shit chance. Yeah. And everyone was just waiting for it to happen. Finally, a drop toe hold right into the Doritos. Grado goes. That was the end of Grado. <laughs> he was knocked out, out cold into the Doritos. And then the re- the, the ref throws up the X. The ref throws up the X <laughs> sign, right? And I'm I'm like crying, laughing at this point. I can't even control myself. A bunch of a bunch of uh, like referees and other attendants come out. They pick up Grado. Or like they get underneath his arms and they mm-hmm. yeah they turn help him out to the back they help him out to the back. Grado gets behind the curtain, then he comes storming back. <laughs> right, this big he's like I'm gonna finish this match, and then he gets in the ring. He gets booted right into the face, and, and that's the end of it. It gets counted one, two, three, and like after that happened, you heard the crowd just like it was almost like uh, it wasn't like a sigh of relief because they loved it so much, but it was just like. It was like a laugh, like, oh, this is how it ends. Mm-hmm. And like the whole crowd just laughed after that. Um, but yeah, it was, it, they took, they turned the comedy up so much. But to me, it didn't ruin the match at all. Right. Like, it didn't yeah. take away from the match. Yeah. It itself. didn't take away yeah. from the match just because they would like wrestle, then talk, then wrestle, then talk. And then like that Dorito spot was mm-hmm. so funny and unique and creative. And just the way they did that and the way that like Grado went out after he came back to the ring. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, when uh, th- I think one of the the spots where where he picks up where Eagle picks up picks up the mic from from you know from uh, wherever the mic was by the turnbuckle or whatever, and and it was because Grado wasn't following the the typical I'll throw you into <laughs> oh, the yes, ropes, yes, yes, jump over, I'm gonna hop over, yeah, like the bump and feed or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called, they give it the protocol, uh huh, mm-hmm. and then he's like, haven't you seen a match? Like you're <laughs> supposed to go over, and I'm supposed to hop over you, and, yeah, uh, like yeah, it was it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. They were like making fun of themselves constantly, yeah. which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, this was like that plays into the card of like how different each match was. Yeah, like the six grand scramble. It's just a lot of fast-paced action. Then you had comedy, really good comedy. And then you got into um, a kind of a farewell match. So mm-hmm. Matt Cage, Matt the Money, yeah. versus uh, Darren Corbin, not mm-hmm. Baron Corbin. Uh, let me tell you that Matt Cage made Darren Corbin. Not to take away from Darren Corbin, because I haven't seen enough of his work. to, And we don't pass judgment here, but to mm-hmm. really say my opinion. Uh, but Matt Cage made Darren Corbin look really good, I think. Like, Matt Cage has just been... I guess from what I've kind of seen, just been like helping because he's on his way out, right? That was yeah. his last freelance show, but not his last show ever. I think, yeah, he has two more to go or three more to go. Yeah, but he's been helping. Like he helped Stevie Fierce. He's been helping Darren Corbin and just making like giving these guys real. Not that they couldn't have them themselves or with other people, but giving these guys right. really good. But matches. You always need an opponent that's gonna make you look good. You yeah, know? it takes two to tango, mm-hmm. and Matt Cage has just been out there selling his ass off and like taking a bunch of bums, taking. Uh, Finishers and, and I still don't and know, and I don't know if you you've you know heard or know like why is he retiring? I don't know. I would love to. Well, I would I would only love to know if he is vocal about it. If he doesn't right. want people to know, that's fine. But if it, if he's okay with people knowing, I would love to know because he can still go. Yeah, he he looks great. His charisma is great. Like and so near the end, like what well, well, the match when once the match match finished, he he did you know give thanks and yep. 
and was super thankful to Freelance for kind of, you know, welcoming him into the roster. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he did, uh, you know, kind of, yeah, he did throw some shade at other promotions, maybe that didn't, you know, give him the spot that he was looking for. Yep. Um, But I think overall, like, you know, that's why I want to kind of know if he wants to know, if he wants to talk about it, if he, he wants to, if he has let people know why he's exiting the business like i want to know why that would be really cool to know if yeah. he wants to share it you know mm-hmm. um maybe yeah i don't know like we don't like maybe it's pursuing other dreams or maybe it's some people leave things because they have to take care of family members or whatever mm-hmm. so when, when i first saw him wrestle i think it could have been a blitz show or something and, okay and he caught my attention and then i saw him like tweeting some stuff at some point and i read some of the his posts and you know he was proud to to say that he he's uh i think he had gotten you know some bad rap or something for for announcing that he was he was gay mm-hmm. and like that was the first time i i've read about somebody being open like that that's in the wrestling business oh okay. um and it really caught my attention and it it really uh made me respect him a bit more yeah tons you know? of respect yeah. that has the you really got to face your fears that come out with that. You know, Darren Young is, is yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, really, Darren Young, I think Pat Patterson, correct? Yeah, Pat Patterson, Pat right. Patterson, and then yeah. So exactly, that, props, respect, so, like it, it, to yeah, face was, your fears and do that. That's for not sure. easy to do. It's not yeah. easy to do, and it made me respect them, but not. It it didn't make me you know see him as the wrestler who is gay. No, you know? no, like, no, no, no. Like mm-hmm. his work is is great, and it that, that's why I'm like I don't mm-hmm. know why he's. He's retiring, so yeah. I don't know if if he's listening or if anyone's listening, and and you guys know, or and he's comfortable, he's comfortable talking we about loved, it. Yeah, yeah, love to hear about it. Uh, just because if it's something that we could do to support him or anything, like yeah, like whatever his next venture is. Good luck. Yes, yes, and thank you. Um, we haven't seen a ton of your. We haven't been to a ton of freelance shows in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, but the ones that we have been to, he's always been a, a high spot on the card. I would say, like some of the quarter scene. So he goes on his back. Corbin gets a victory. Mm-hmm. That was a very intense match. And then you had the farewell at the end. And we were all yeah. throwing in cash like we do for Luchadors. Yeah. And he said that can, he can officially say this is where the money is because he was holding like dollar uh-huh. bills. So that was cool. Uh, you went up and like pounded the ring a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and after that was Team Beta versus Rob Castro. And I think his name's Rob Castro. And Rob Matter, the Death Machine. Oh, Chris Castro, I think. Chris Castro, excuse me. Excuse mm-hmm. me. And Rob Matter, the Death Machine. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, yes, names are being are wrong. I apologize, but hey, man, freelance wrestling. There's no when I click the roster. I, this might just be right now, but when I click the roster on the website, I want to see the roster. I don't see the roster right now. So okay, uh, I would say that can, if we were to be if we were to give a constructive criticism, I would love to see the roster on the website and so hey, I could get to know some of these guys better. Maybe like a bio or something because yeah, I don't yeah. know where they all are on Twitter or at least just you know. Yeah pictures and names so you know we know who's in the roster yeah, who's your current champion exactly and you know if anybody from freelance is listening to this like you know our background charlie and i like you know we're i mean i have a, a background in web development or whatnot mm-hmm. like if you guys need some help reach out we're, we're more than happy to, to yeah. give you guys we're both marketers i'm a content marketer uh done social and search doing social and search and things like that and um, you've yes, you have experience yeah. in web development. Uh, you do a little bit of graphic design. You're always coming yeah. in hot with the cool uh, <laughs> art for right. our podcasts and our header photos. And really, you're taking a picture and putting two wheels in a face. Well, you designed that logo. You designed yeah. our logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come in hot with the art when it when when needed. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, we'd love to help. We'd love to help with any of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a tag match, and. The, the finish of this was really cool. That was really the only thing that stuck out to me about this match, unless you had anything to say about it. Uh, no, remind me. What, what was the finish? So the finish was, um, Ra, uh, I think it was Craig Mitchell was going to, or no, the other, um, the other guy on Team Beta was going to Tiger Suplex Rob Matter. Uh-huh. And he like flipped him up and Matter reversed it into like a crossface, uh-huh. like a type of crossface right. or mm-hmm. yes lock or something. That was like really well done spot. Uh, the match was really good. Um, the manager got involved a little bit, and then Rob Matter was able to uh, make the guy submit or tap out. So another cool like way to finish a match. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any of the submits on this card or tap out. So something more unique in this yeah, match. Yeah, I think this was. This but was I thought the ending was, was like really well done, really well choreographed. The Tiger Suplex 
reversal into um, the cross. The cross face. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool to me. Next was a street fight. Oh, this was great. It was our contact, our freelance contact, <laughs> Nick or Matt Nix. Matt Nix. And he was wrestling Alex Olson. Mm-hmm. They came out with like Jericho and CM Punk for the for they that like in the uh knee pads with like the kind of cut off jeans the cut off jean shorts with knee pads and like right so you know like they weren't right were in wrestling gear you they weren't it was a street match yeah they weren't wrestling guests yeah exactly uh you knew it was a street fight they went out of the crowd into the crowd early i think mm-hmm. there was a spot it was either this match or the tag match later where someone i think alex Olson might have fallen off the stage into some chairs uh no it was mad nicks he took uh, uh, Nick's. Rana from um yeah, Olsen. Olsen, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, and it was Madnix who was they were both at the at the stage. Yeah. Herc ran into you know, those hard chairs. <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> was that's a that that's hurt. Like to, first of all, the mental I don't know, like you gotta flip a switch in your head to throw yourself off of the stage onto some of those hard chairs. They're like the they're like the chairs that don't fold. You right, know? they're just they're not like folding mm-hmm. chairs. That would still hurt with folding chairs, but they don't these chairs like don't have any give. So yeah. I, I don't know if the crowd that was there that moved out of the way moved some chairs, but if they didn't, like where we were, where we were standing from, yeah. like we couldn't see that that well. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, once we finish watching the the live stream, if, if we get to that match, like we might be able to see that. Mm-hmm. But uh, regardless, chairs or no chairs, like that's still you know a back bump from there. Yeah, it's still a back bump off of a stage <laughs> onto some chairs. So um, there was an apron DDT that was a little crazy. This match had an actual tax spot in it. Yeah, I got the tag spot and I got the ending. Oh, the, the yeah, that the was ending. crazy. It <laughs> was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, ladder. It was a double knees off of a ladder through um, a table. Through a table. Yeah. Um. So Matt Nix was on one side of the ladder. Olsen was on the mm-hmm. top of the ladder. Double knees onto him, and then they Just... fell through a table, and he covered him for the one, two, three. I got both of those on our Twitter at two heels and a face. So if you want to see both of those spots really quickly, um. Just to get a taste of freelance wrestling street fights and both of those wrestlers, please go look at that. But once again, like every single match that we're mentioning, there's something unique and yeah, different. yeah, something that makes it stand out yes. and, and not feel like what we just watched 30 exactly. seconds ago. Yeah, Exa- exactly. So they like, and this is an example of like people turning it up a notch. Mm-hmm. This is you know a anniversary show. Hey, let's do a ladder table bump. Let's go through some tacks. Let's jump fall off of a stage. I think like maybe out of all three of those, the stage onto the chairs might have been like the scariest yeah. for me. Um, I mean, I've never fallen on thumbtacks, so I don't know what that feels like. But like, be safe out there. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I know Alex Olson has a shirt that says "Don't Die" on it. Well, th- this I think was, that like, was the perfect uh, shirt. <laughs> that don't match. die shirt. I think it's a uh, it's a freelance shirt. Okay, and it's uh, like certain profits go to. Um, Suicide prevention or something like that. Really? Yeah, which I thought that was pretty uh, that cool. That makes sense yeah. with, the, with the phrase. So, um, you know, we were looking to get some freelance shirts. Chris's phone is going off again. God damn it, it Chris. It's some fiber, bro. You can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking to get some freelance shirts, but they didn't have, like, the regular ones there. They had uh, they had some more unique ones, so we didn't buy one. But right. I'm sure we'll get one the, soon. Yeah, I was looking for the original uh, just, you know, black shirt freelance logo. So that's yeah. the one I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. We're looking for that, so... Um, shoot us a link if you got it. <laughs> All right. So I think it was, I want to say it was intermission after this, after that. I believe so, yeah. Went to intermission, came back, Velas- Isaiah Velasquez, and this guy's name, uh, we've tried many, we, we watched a live stream to get to, na- to name the name of this guy. He's an Asian wrestler, and we couldn't hear it on the live stream, so. Yeah, and and we've seen him before and we've seen, also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we ju- I just can't get his name right, so yeah. I don't. I this don't is know. another. We really need. Please help us if you're <laughs> right. if you're listening to this and you're with Freelance Wrestling. We really need that that roster tab updated on the mm-hmm. site. Like we want to know about these guys so we don't look foolish up here without names. And also, so we can look up some of the other work. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that, to me, that's uh, when somebody gets my attention. Like that's what I like to go do. Like you go YouTube or Google around to see what else I could find from them to yep. to kind of look at their past work. Yep, exactly. Um, so this was a good match, very athletic. I would say this was kind of your only standard singles match, really, on the card. Maybe this one in the Corbin and Cage match, but that kind of had the farewell at the end. But uh-huh. Isaiah Velasquez continues to amaze us with athleticism, crispness. Yeah, for if that sure. makes sense. Very crisp with his moves. We saw these two guys going over kind of their stuff in the ring beforehand, before the match. So they, they put a lot of effort into it, you could see, which was cool yeah. to see. 
Um, and, and just to, I don't know, there's there's something about his presence alone, and I'm talking about Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like a professional athlete. He know? does. Like, he very much he does. He has to look. He, mm-hmm. he comes out to it. Um, and it, he's one of my favorite guys in, in, in freelance. Yeah. He, I think he has a lot, of, like a ton of, I don't know how long he's been wrestling, but we should look that up. But he has like a ton of potential, I feel. Yeah. Like just because he has that, I think that extra notch of athleticism with him. Um, I mean, you, it showed in Mustafa Ali's last match, where it was him, That's right. GPA, Vela- like, um, uh, yeah, those three guys, GPA, Velasquez, and, and Ali. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. But that was just a great display of athleticism. So he kind of carries that in all his matches. The next match was the N Words. Yeah. They lose to Superiority Complex. This match went into the crowd, too. Yeah, and, it did. Mm-hmm. And had a, another very unique finish. It took a while to start, right? Like, they got attacked or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There is some attack. Superiority Complex likes to, like, take the like take it slow, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, I respect that in their heels. Like, they go outside, take a powder, yell at the crowd. Do that. Like, do that. You know, And, and one of the that. N-words is coming back from an injury, too. Yeah, he had a shoulder brace on. Mm-hmm. So they were playing into that. Into that. that might have been the guy who the match ended with... One guy from Superiority Complex just it ended uh, by like referee stoppage, right? Where he just passes out from getting punched in the face. Yeah, he was laying down, getting punched in the face a bunch of times. And it reminded me kind of like an MMA type of finish. MMA type of finish, yeah. Jericho and Michaels did that once during like the really big feud too, but the Michaels kind of had like a belt wrapped around his hand. Okay, but they did a match like that where you're just punching a guy. That would happen in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like you're punching a guy so hard in the face until he just like. He passes out. Unresponsive, very unresponsive. Yes. So another, there wasn't really a match that like ended the same way. You know, right? It's not like you had three roll ups or you know, yeah. So that was a unique ending, and then it got to the main event. Yes. This main event, this main event had the crowd eating out of their hands, as you could say. I felt like more majority. So Stevie Fierce, the challenger. Versus GPA, the champion. I am rapidly becoming a huge fan of Stevie Fierce. So am I, dude. So am yeah. I. He's got he's got that that charisma down, and like the way he knows what to do with the crowd every single yeah. time, either dance or he yells, um, the finish, finish. yeah, uh-huh. or he looks into the mirror. Like he knows how to play to the crowd. You know what I've noticed that freelance doesn't have a mid card belt, mid card title. Did you notice that? Oh, there's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could benefit from it. Because mm-hmm. they have, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I don't feel like they have a ton of guys. Who I mean, because in this card, we the didn't have the picture. typical, um, you know, Sugar D who was in there. Oh, yeah, Sugar D was in there. Uh, Sugar D could hold that mid card belt. For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, or the, well, the he big could, belt. Right, right, right. Um, Space Monkey was in there. Space Monkey was in there. Um, so, and I'm sure I'm missing a couple of guys, but yeah, you're right. Like, they have the talent to have a, a mid card belt. And, mm-hmm. and this is something that we talk here a lot. Like, we're really into storylines. Yep. And and I think the reason we bring up storylines a lot it's because what we see it, what we see in the ring what we see you know the wrestlers perform like the the match that they give us they're they're great and we haven't you know yeah there's some you know not so good matches but they're more really good matches than bad ones and we get caught up into the in ring story telling that they're doing correct that we would like a longer story overlay to to really drive us into the next the next month's event or something like that. That was very well said. I think freelance I think freelance like I think their their next cards kind of make sense to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. not although we love although we love when AEW brings in a a cool talent and then another one, but this is like like we talked about with Trent, like give okay, you're bringing in Shane Strickland to wrestle freaking ACH, right? Right. Incredibly talented athletes, but why is, are is these two? Sh- why are these two guys wrestling? I think the the, the wording that Trent used was the, the showcase matches. Okay, right. So mm-hmm. they're showcase matches, and you don't know when you're going to get that talent back. So there's no. It's kind of hard to put a yeah, storyline on it. I'm sure that makes sense. Okay, it's uh, hard to do it. But. And, and freelance, a lot of the guys that they have are. I think maybe I'm even. I'm going to just go ahead and say like maybe 90 percent of their roster is the same roster month after month. Yeah, 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 that's uh, true. So mm-hmm. they're able to, to do At that. Off of perception, off yeah. of the way we see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could be wrong, but... No, that's a good point. That's a really good point that I'm not considering, is that they might have just more... Cons- like, guys are consistently more on shows. Yeah. Um. So they have the ability. Because, like, 
the Corbin Matt Cage match made sense to me because mm-hmm. of the show that happened at Berwyn. Matt right. Cage eliminated Darren Corbin in two seconds. Now they wrestled each other. Yep. Like that continuation, right? Um, so I think the cards make sense. And then this one made sense because Stevie Fierce won the Battle Royal. Or, yeah, exactly. Right. And then he goes on to face uh, GPA for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that comes over from the previous show. Um, and GPA, GPA, so, like, is for a minute during that match, I'm like, is this where, like, we see a, what do they call those, a double churn? Right? Because GPA was a fan favorite. He was coming in as a yeah. baby face. Yep. And Stevie Fierce walked out as the baby face, in my opinion. Dude, I'm telling you, the crowd, yeah, I wanted Stevie Fierce to win just because mm-hmm. I think he's got, like, more spunk. Then no offense to GPA. GPA is great in the ring, but I feel like Stevie Fierce just connects with me a little bit more. Okay, and he's got a little, just a little bit more. I guess he plays with the crowd more, you know. And I like kind of like appreciated I w- that. Now that I just said that, I would have liked to see like GPA, you know, maybe use a weapon or like kind of do some heelish things so yeah. then we can get that full double turn and then have Stevie Fierce. That's a great point. Doing his thing, you know, with the official baby face turn yeah you know? well stevie first picked up the mirror and was going to use it do you remember that and didn't and he, yeah and didn't use it still ended up picking so stevie fierce is your new freelance champion picked up the victory but yeah after that match after there was like a gpa section and i think like when fierce got the pin that sec that like fan section it was like mm-hmm. three or four guys or maybe five guys oh, up on stage right near the stage yeah, they yeah. were on the they were on the floor oh there was guy yeah there was those guys up on stage i'll, t- I'll i have an opinion on those guys okay same here uh-huh. but there was a guys under there was guys standing at the stage on the floor who were very heavy gpa yeah and i think they just kind of like walked like when the gpa when gpa lost they like were it seemed like they like kind of got pissed which is like fine okay you're a passionate wrestling fan i get it but they just like kind of walked out before everyone else did, and then we were all kind of sticking around because like celebrating with Stevie his victory. Right. So I think the crowd was majority Stevie Fierce on his side after he won the title. Okay, that's cool. That's, that's my I, opinion. I didn't notice that, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. So those guys on the stage, yeah. what did you think about them? It it did made me uh, remember once we talked about how like some fans want to take over the match. Okay. Um. Like these guys were, yeah, they were chanting some stuff at GPA, and like, like they were making their own chants. Yeah, they like were making a, their own chants, and average, yeah. they wanted people to follow along. But they were just, I don't know, it just, oh, I mean, like I like to, ch- I like to chant along and whatever the, the, you know, the chant is or you know yeah. whatever we're, we're rooting for. But it felt like they were just, I just was like, dude, just shut up. You yeah, know? that's how I felt. So it, I didn't let them ruin the match for me, and I don't think you did either. But to me, it felt like these were bros mm-hmm. yeah, who bro. don't aren't wrestling fans and just like bought tickets to come here and get drunk and just be obnoxious okay that's what it felt like to me yeah i don't know that for I, sure i don't know either I don't, and i, I, I don't want to like complain about it too much because that's not the theme that's like the style of our podcast but i wanted to mention them for sure yeah because they 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 seem like to me almost like guys who would come here to like kind of make fun of it and get drunk mm-hmm and like it was like a kick to like oh yeah we're gonna go and chant like a real wrestling fan but really they would like make fun of a wrestling fan mm-hmm. that that was just the that was the perception I, that, that you was got? the perception I got from them and that might not be true but yeah they were and there was like five or six of them they all looked hammered mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like doing like three chance or like two point like their own chance that they're making yeah the extra credit like yeah right 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 uh, they just didn't seem like I don't know because you know wrestling fans like the chant but then. You're not gonna be obnoxious about it, you know. You'll like chant with everybody mm-hmm. else, but it was fine. That I didn't let them ruin Stevie Fierce's night. So for sure, it was cool. He was taking fa- he was taking pictures with everybody after, like showing off that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You're right. Like I don't know why. I'm not sure why I like him so much, but yeah, I'm like on the Stevie Fierce train. You yeah, know? for like, sure. Let's see where it goes. Um, but so that was the end of the match. Do you have any? Or excuse me, end of the show. Do you have any roundabout kind of wrap ups for us for that? Um, well, no, not, not really. But you know, all I could say is that I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, freelance crew and the wrestlers that we got to meet beforehand, like everybody was super nice. So I'm super appreciative for that. Yes, for the opportunity. Very. Correct. Um, you know, they they could have just said, "Hey, Mel is in the belt," you know, or Mel like give us our trophy and call it a day. But they invited us to the ring and yeah. the whole presentation. So. Um, it really speaks volumes, you know. And and again, this is a this is their third anniversary, so they've been around for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to me, 
and what I know and what I've experienced from independent wrestling, they've come a long way real quick. Yes. Yeah. So props to their progress in three years. Yeah, for sure. I think is what you're trying to say. And that's what you said. So we're going to go home. Where you are, you are home. We're yeah. going to take it home, as I say <laughs> in the business. But just so you guys know out there, fantasy wrestling started up again. That's right. We started the, how, what's the, this is what, the third? Fourth season. Fourth season. So in the past, we had, with our friend Jim, who some of you know, he's been on the podcast before, with mm-hmm. Ace Martino, who's been on the podcast before, with Matt Reed, who's been on the podcast before, with yourself, myself, a couple other people, our friend Thomas. It's usually a group of eight people, right? Yeah, a group of eight people. We've done fantasy wrestling. So the first year, our friend Thomas won, and we have an icy intercontinental belt. Mm-hmm. That's the prize, white strap and all. Th- Thomas won the first year. Ace Martino won the second year. Your boy, Chuck Colorado, Chuck the champ. Current champion. Current champ. I am the current champ. I have not gotten my belt yet, but I did win the third <laughs> season. I want to give a special shout-out to Chris Jericho, Austin Aries, Kofi Kingston, Tony Nese, Bailey, Nia Jax, Roman Reigns. Get Dunna. out of here. You remember your whole roster? I rem- Bro, I looked at my <laughs> roster every day trying to make that roster better. Uh-huh. Um, and there was like a couple people that floated in and out. Oh, I had one of the Usos. Right. Who won the I, I was just winning belts left and right. Uh really picking up and, Austin and, and that really was helped. even with me not releasing Bri- uh Bray Wyatt. You wanted Bray Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt. Yeah. For your for your roster and you were like, Oh, I'll give you Cesaro or I'll, I don't remember who you were trying you to You should have traded me, bro. Because he did <laughs> he did dog shit after he got the belt. Yep. Like fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. So it you yeah, it's a different scoring system. Um so you want people to get wins and you want people to defend titles, but also you get more points if you take a title off of a person. Right. And also like you get you get points for like ambush attacks and Yeah, things like that. You get points taken away if you get taken an ambulance, right? That happened to you, right? No, 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 no. And not points taken away. No? But Bailey won the raw women's title uh, against Charlotte. During that season, because this was like, I think the season was... It led up to Mania, right? Royal Rumble to Mania was the season that I won. And Bailey won the title against Charlotte, and I didn't make up any... I was in second place at the time. Didn't make up any ground, because that same night, Kevin Owens put Jericho in an ambulance. So Kevin Owens got 50 points for putting Jericho in an ambulance. Mm -hmm. Winning, uh, I think the women's title is like 45 points, which Mm -hmm. is a good amount of points. But it put you at the same place. I didn't gain any ground, Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. That was frustrating. But I ended up coming out on top. So, current title holder, and now we're doing fantasy wrestling with you, myself. Yep. Martin from Wrestling with Unicorns. The Unicorn. The Unicorn. Who actually, shout out to him. He got a kick-ass video with uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, at, this at the Ring of Honor show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his it's brother, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Our uh, friend Spencer on Twitter. Uh, and who else? My One other friend, person. Alan. Oh, Alan, Yes. It's only six of us this it's time. It's only six of us. Or seven. Six. Yeah, six. Six. Mm-hmm. So the rosters are a little bit stacked, but we're doing fantasy wrestling again. So we're gonna keep. I want to keep everybody updated on that because that's really cool and interesting. Well, last time I checked, do you, do you know? Do you remember the ranking? Who's on? I first? was in last. You were in last. Mm-hmm. I was probably I think fourth. And mm-hmm. uh, it's early though. Know, we got a long season. Early. It yeah. goes until SummerSlam. We just started, so right. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin is on first place right now. I've been in first before, and then that slips. That yeah. lead slips, you know. You gotta, you gotta perse- You gotta be consistent. It's not about being first within the first <laughs> week. It's about right. being consistent. Um, so we got that going on, and we'll keep you updated on that. And then also, right now, we're recording during Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um, I don't have a high expectations for this. Right. I was just trying to see if the cage match is happening. The cage match is oh, happening. Oh shit! Right I now? think. Don't tell me the finish if it's oh, going on. Yeah, it's it's happening. Yeah. It just ended. I think so. Okay. Um. So I'll say this. I don't know. In a, in a cage match, rules are the first one out the cage. Does but this is a tag team match. It's got to so be both of your... It's got to be your... b- both? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm not really looking forward to too much. I would love to see Alexa I wanted to see win. this. You want to see... We'll watch it. No, no, we'll yeah, we'll watch it. it but, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is the one I was looking forward to. Okay. Just because I was two to a degree and, and you know, I I don't catch up. I don't watch Raw Live as much. I try to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll have it in the background, as I said before. But... Um, I was just every week we would get the Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus one on ones, different combinations. Yep. And I was kind of tired of that. I'm like, all right, let's let's get to the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I know in a match, like they'll, you know, it'll be a good match. Like it's the Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus, and yeah, you know, I don't know. It's Extreme Rules Cage. I don't know if if I'm done with that, but it was attractive to me, so I was looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which one you, you were saying you were looking Bliss. forward to? Bliss, yeah. I just want to see Bliss beat the shit out of Bailey with a candlestick. I, I like Bailey though, but I like Bailey. I'm I'm a huge fan of Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know the 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 stick in a pole match or whatever in a pole match. It's very Russo. Very, yeah, it's mm-hmm. WCW type weird stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so and and I know there's like some like you know the rules like the first one who grabs the stick wins or you gotta grab the stick and use it. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, and then, I don't know. Your, I, think, I think the Fatal Five way will be okay. Who's your winner on that one? With just who would you want to win, not what's going to happen with whoever wins? Who would I would want to, like like you said, I think Joe is the most interesting yeah. prospect. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not to steal. This is your idea. No, I'm no, not yeah. Not to steal your thunder. Um, I, would fi- I would be cool to see Brock and Balor, but I don't know how they would do that without, like, making Balor look kind of dumb. Right, because um, mm-hmm. we all kind of know that whoever faces Brock loses. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Until that's SummerSlam? Th- that's, yeah, that's the rumor. Um, but I think Joe would make it like, you can make it look competitive. Yeah. Um, they're not going to, they can't do Roman again. And Bray's not going to win. So Rollins, Balor, Joe. Um, I don't take your pick there. It would be cool to see Joe, just because I feel like Joe could give Brock eight convincingly competitive match in my opinion yeah i'm i'm done with joe yeah um and well, that's that's all i got that's, that's what i'm I looking got. for uh quick plugs you want to take yeah. us through quick plugs right here uh as far as following us you can reach us at two heels and a face on twitter all we're asking for is conversation that's all we ask for every time. Tell us what you thought about the Freelance Show if you went to it. And if you have not, if you didn't go to it, you can check out the live stream yes. at FreelanceWrestling.com. FreelanceWrestling.com. Right? It's there. Uh, it's on the first tab. It's on the first tab. Go for it. Uh, you can watch see us, us in the ring. Watch us make a fool of ourselves rolling into the ring. Watch us roll into the <laughs> ring. Um, and Yeah. Let us know what you think about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, next upcoming show, where are we going to be at? We're going to be at Bourbon Street. AAW, June 17th, Killers Among Us. I'm bringing a fan from my hometown, a wrestling fan from my hometown who, this will be his first indie show, his first indie show. So it's going to be, and it's going to be, it's a, he's a newbie. He's a newbie to the indie scene, which we once were every time. Uh-huh. So it'll be really interesting to see like his opinions. And Elgin versus Sammy is going to tear the mother effing house down. So I'm really excited yeah. to see that match. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, Carla will be coming with. Oh, snap. Carla so. in the house. The unofficial. The unofficial. Uh, she could be She could be the face and we'll be the heels. All right. She's super supportive of, of this crazy nonsense that we're trying to do here with two heels and a face. So. Yeah, very. Shout out to Carla for just being a great host when I come over to your house. Well, you know, I would yeah. like to take some credit in that as well. Okay, I'll <laughs> give you a little bit of credit for that, too. No, yeah. Um, you know, Hector's going to be over there, too. Hector. He got some shout-outs. He got some shout-outs. The Unicorns will be their first row, front row. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic Unicorns. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's, like you said, all we ask for is conversation. So mm-hmm. let us know what you're looking forward on the, forward to on the next show. Um, anything you you guys would like us to cover. Um, there's uh, com. If you have any uh, stories, any blog articles, anything that you have written and you would like for us to publish on there, it's a medium channel. After approval. Right. Uh, shoot it over to us at info at twoheelsandaface.com. Yep. Uh, and we're on Facebook as well, Two Heels and a Face. Two Heels and a Face. Tw- uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Also, pl- if you want your song to open up for a podcast, if you're a musician, right, if you're, you're a musician, band, yeah. We don't have we clearly just, you see that we don't have an entrance music. We don't have entrance music. <laughs> like we'll continue to use Hemi, Hemi, uh, uh, Hemi's music, Transpan, but right. we're we're open to like submittal of music too. Um, so info at twoisinaface.com and we'll play your as long as it's relevant. Like make it a cool wrestling or rock theme or rap about wrestling or like you know make it get someone pumped up to listen to a podcast. Right. Yeah, and we'll play that. Other than that, um, you could you know find Charlie directly on directly on Twitter at Chuck underscore Colorado. Chuck underscore Colorado. Right. You can find me at JAP Wrestling Fan, and uh, we'll just be talking to you guys via social media. Yeah, and we'll see time. you at Bourbon Street, AW June seventeenth, and we'll probably recap that show too. So if you don't go, you can catch yeah. the recap here. <laughs>
but or you can buy the DVD. But thanks for hanging with us. Go watch some of Freelance Wrestling stuff. A lot of good stuff there. Go watch anything in the Chicago wrestling scene because it's on and popping right now. And we'll see you soon. Yep. Peace.